The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Give glory to your Son, so that your Son may glorify you. Just as you gave him authority over all people, so that your Son may give eternal life to all you gave him. Now this is eternal life that they should know you, the only true God, the one whom you sent, Jesus Christ. I glorified you on earth by accomplishing the work that you gave me to do. Now glorify me, Father, with you, with the glory that I had with you before the world began. I revealed your name to those whom you gave me out of the world. They belong to you and you gave them to me, and they kept your word. Now they know that everything you gave me is from you. Because the words you gave to me, I have given to them. And they accepted them and truly understood that I came from you. And they believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for the ones you have given me. Because they are yours, and everything of mine is yours, and everything of yours is mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I will no longer be in the world, but they are in the world, while I am coming to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You would think that the thunderstorm would just move on down the road, but no, it had to linger over St. Clement's all afternoon. Torrential rains, that means that the boiler room was flooded. So I'm down there with my waders trying to bail out the boiler room, and the more I'm bailing, the more water is coming into the boiler room. At a certain point, I threw up my arms and said, that's it, I'm out of here, i got to go to St. Cecilia's to baptize. So I went over to St. Cecilia's in the touring rain, and the torrent, and, and uh, naturally not all the family had gathered because of the rain, so we had to wait. I was thinking to myself, gee, I hope I don't have to wait too long, because St. Clement's is going to float right down the Boylston Street. So I was standing beside Dad, who was holding the baby that I was going to baptize in one hand, and he had a bag in the other hand, and, he was, and the idea was he was going to take the, the camera out of the bag and change the old batteries in the camera with new batteries so we can take pictures during the baptism. But he's trying to do all of this with two hands while holding the baby. So at a certain point, he swung the baby into my chest and says, here, hold the baby. So I'm holding the baby in my arms, and the baby decides to take his hand and start squeezing my nose. So I said to the baby, oh, so you think that's a toy, huh? Well, apparently the, boy, the, the little baby was having a lot of fun playing with my face. So somebody in the group, in the family, says, oh, look at the baby likes the priest. So everybody takes out their cameras and starts taking pictures of me with the baby playing with my face. Anyway, at the end of the baptism, I said a prayer. 
And this is my prayer. I said, God, you knew I was having a little trouble today. And you sent me that baby so I could hold him. Now that might not be, be a big deal for you to, to say, ah, holding a baby doesn't seem like it's a big deal, it doesn't seem like very much. But it is to me. Because I don't get to hold babies that often. And when I do get to hold a baby, the first thing the baby does is he sees my black pants and he sees the black suit and the black collar and the white collar and he sees that the baby sees that he's in the hands of a total stranger and the baby starts to cry and kicks and squirms and tries to get out of my arms and so I have to hand the baby back to the mother. But not today. <laughs> today, I got to hold the baby because that baby wanted me to hold him. Now, why am I telling you all this? The reason why is because of the letter that Peter wrote to the Christians in the first century. And this is what he said. He said, in the midst of suffering, in the midst of trials and difficulties and the storms of life, God's going to come. He's going to manifest his glory. And you're going to rejoice. We can never forget that line. So let's break it down a little bit. So what is glory? Glory is a Hebrew word, kavod, which means liver. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, well, what does liver have to do with God? Because liver is the heaviest organ in your body by volume. And we all know that God is invisible. You can't see him. So when God wants to become visible, when God wants us to see him, when God wants to manifest himself to us, God has to put on a little weight. God has to get heavy so we can perceive him. Now, the way that God shows himself to us, manifests himself to us, is when he lifts us up when we're suffering, when we're down and out, when we're at the low point of our life, that is God's moment to be God. He can take us and lift us up. And when he does that, at that moment, we rejoice because we can see God. About a month before Christmas, my mother fell and broke her leg in a couple of places, really bad break. She ended up in a nursing home for rehabilitation. And of course, it's my mother's favorite time of the year is Christmas, and so when I went to visit her, she was really sad because she couldn't go out and do the things that she usually does at Christmas time. So I said to the nurse, I said, can I take my mother Christmas shopping? She said, just sign her out. I said, that's all you have to do is sign her out? So I signed her out. And I put my mother was in the front seat, and I put the, the, the wheelchair in, in the trunk, and off we went. Well, as soon as we start going, it starts snowing, blizzard. And that means there's going to be a traffic jam. It takes us an hour to get to the mall. When I get to the mall, you know, Cole's department store, which is at the mall, to my horror, had a 50% off sale. So that means there's no parking. I had to park in another zip code. When I finally got my mother into the mall, through a massive crowds and long lines and waits, at the end of this whole thing, I got my mother back to the nursing home, and it, it was a disaster. I mean, everything went wrong. You had the, the blizzard, you had the, 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 the traffic jam, long waits, no parking, long lines. That's not what my mother said when I got her back. She said this, Peter, I had such a wonderful time. I said, how is that possible? Everything went wrong. It was a total disaster. How could you possibly have a great time? I'll tell you why. 
because God showed up in the midst of suffering and showed himself in glory. You see, we think that when the Father sends his Son into the world to manifest God to us, we think he's going to be on this chariot, blazing chariot, with a, with a wheeling a sword to rescue us, with lightning bolts and glory. But he doesn't do that. He brings us a baby. He sends us a son, a daughter, to visit while you're in a nursing home. Here's the, here's the faith lesson. Peter says that it's when we're down and out, it's when the low moments of our life, the storms of life, that God is most visible. That's when we get to see him. Because that's when God can be God. That's when God can lift us up. You just have to have the eyes to see him.